listen deeply is flowing likewise out of pause, relax, open, trust, emergence. Only now it's this other side. It's this other side of speak the truth. So when words are received, what actually is the nature or the possibility, the potential of meditation practice? Right? So we're right at this edge of the emergence, trusting emergence, we're receiving the words. And how do we meditate? That's where listen deeply comes in. Of course, like speak the truth, which is just don't lie, uh, listen deeply also has its immediate guidance, which is listen, <laughs> really pay attention. Very simple, very mundane, a great place to start. And where is that? Where do we locate that in meditation practice? Mindfulness, right? Sati. If you're not showing up in the first place, there's no possibility of listening. It's, it's actually attentionally not possible. You can have multiple things that you might be listening to, but if you're listening to the person across the room while your partner's speaking, you're not going to hear what they're saying. We can't do it. There's plenty of perception experience, uh, experiments that validate that. You just can't split the attention well between two voice streams because language is so complex. You can split your attention in other ways, but not that way. So deep listening, very simple. Show up. So again, we begin with sati. Listen deeply. But immediately, because it's meditation practice, we're called to what is the um, stabilizing factor? Listen deeply calls us to a quality of listening that is consistent and stable, steady, right? Because the mind, given its usual habits, will run everywhere. Meditation practice, of course, invites us to stay where we are. It's a practice. It's something that's developed, a capacity that grows. So listen deeply begins with mindfulness, but it matures in concentration. The stability, the steadiness of mind as we listen. So for this to really make sense and be practicable by each of us, We need to understand what is meant by concentration, samadhi. Concentration is not the forcing of the mind onto an object. The Buddha defined it as having two uh, manifesting uh, signs or components, serenity and unification. So the serenity is the uh, resting with stability 
as you're listening. There's mindfulness and there's the steadiness. And you, it may not be present for you, you develop it. No problem. We're all beginners, but no problem. But you attune to it, you say, okay, steady the mind, okay. So you're not just showing up and then gone again, you're showing up and you're staying showed up. Okay? So this is a serenity, and then the stability is the real unification, unification of mind, gathering around experience, the object. In this case, usually we're referring to the voice of another. So we're receiving this language and we're consistently present. Listen deeply. So you can check your practice. When you offer yourself the instruction, listen deeply, check it out. How's the steadiness? Not just is there a kind of a mindfulness that's jumping you know, here and there that's not consistent. Consistently mindful, steady, sati and samadhi together. Mindfulness and concentration together. But as you can imagine, given the power of language to throw us off, this is no small thing. But let's look what's happening when we actually hear the voice of another. So just as there's the action, the muscular actions of the speaking, there's the physical receiving of the vibrating of the eardrum, the tympanic membrane, and all of the cochlea, and all the physiology that happens in there, yielding an electrochemical signal that goes right into the brain. It's just a signal, it's just wiggling of the eardrum from air pressure, and somehow it ends up my God, this person's saying something and I understand it. So we want to look a little bit more in between. We're going to unpack it a little bit because our practice will benefit if we do. Because these are our leverage points for practice, you know? So, there's this signal that's going to the brain and what happens? It's actually being processed by the brain in at least two ways simultaneously. It's being processed the way music is processed, and it's being processed the way language, as language. So, starting with the language bit, can you pay attention to yourself making sense of something? Listen to me now. I'm using all these words. How do you know what I'm saying? It's just a bunch of language. <laughs> right? So, somehow you made sense before I started doing that because there was this whole learned, you know, mutually learned capacity that I was tapping into, that you were tapping into. 
So you can watch your responses to the language, but are we attending to the language? Listen to the words. Listen to the words. Really be on the emergent edge of the words. Trust emergence brings us right to the impermanent edge. That's how, you know, it's part of our whole practice. Pause, relax, open. Trust emergence as language comes in and meaning is made. You can attend to this in your meditation practice. Likewise, you can attend to the music. So you can listen. You can listen now to the phrasing, to the pauses. You can listen to the pitch of my voice, the pitch of my voice. You can listen to the changes in loudness, loudness, loudness. You can listen to the timbre of my voice. Now, this can all be done volitionally, but the real secret is that you're doing it anyway, whether you know it or not. It's the magic of this sensitive body-mind, just such sensitivity, such capacity. This amazing organ of the brain is doing all of this complex processing for you. So if it's a benefit to pull it apart, do. But don't worry about it. If it supports your practice, use it. If it doesn't, feh. But what you can notice, oh my goodness, I can hear the music of the voice. I am receiving, in this case, Gregory, in so many ways beyond the language, beyond the words he's speaking. Right now, you're hearing me, you know, this, this body-mind continuum thing. You're hearing me. You're hearing my heart. You're hearing my life. Yeah? So you can attune to that. You can notice that. Notice how the body-mind vibrates and receives, and you can listen deeply to that. And you can grow in that sensitivity. And you can meditate, and as you do so, the sati and the samadhi can get extraordinary. And just as language comes from behind all words, listening transcends all words. So you can receive. It's just pure receptivity. Just receive. Listen deeply. Just receive. Receive the body. Listen with your eyes, the movements, movements of the eyes and the mouth, the body language, and drop even beneath that to some movement of something that I couldn't possibly name, some movement of energy. So these are simply touch points for you, for what can grow into quite a subtle, fluid, and very powerful practice. 
And it's the closing of this circuit of listening deeply and speaking the truth where this magic happens. The voice of another, speak the truth, and wise attention, listen deeply, are the necessary and sufficient conditions for the arising of right view, of wisdom, which is the culmination of the path, seeing things as they actually are. This is not small potatoes. So what's actually happening when it happens? You're with another, the voice of another and wise attention. Everyone is your teacher. Every instant of experience is teaching and being received as such. The wise attention, voice of another. So through language and everything else, but I'm focusing back on the language for the moment, something that arose in this mind from pre-language, from the flux of this being, has moved its way through language to you, through the listening and all of the ways that words may have contorted it in how I spoke it or how you received it, but something is still getting through. And when that something gets through, and it moves through all of your processing systems, through the music, through the language, through the direct apprehension, the pure receptivity, so the offering, the receiving, there's a mind-to-mind contact. Something has actually moved from this mind to this mind. Even if it's Please give me that brick. The guy needed a brick. He was laying a wall. He was out of bricks. He expressed all formations are impermanent. It's just language. But if I experience it, and offer it, and it's fully received. Those words could free your heart. Could happen. It's all over the discourses that in the moment of speaking, the Buddha, who was teaching dialogically all the time, back and forth, back and forth, you see people just really attaining to, you know, profound insight instantly because they were ready and there was the voice of another and wise attention. How did that happen? Listen deeply. Speak the truth. So we practice. <laughs> 